Welcome to the Sequiza, your weekly game show of news, entertainment, and news entertainment. I'm your host, Chris Saliza, and let's get right to meeting this week's guest. As always, I will introduce each guest by their Twitter bio. I'm going to start with Andy Carvin. Here's Andy's Twitter bio. It's a lot. <laughs> Real-time news DJ and occasional journalist, but not a social media guru, author of the book Distant Witness, NPR alum, now at First Look Media. Andy, can you explain why you are not a social media guru? <laughs> Oh, it's such a painful phrase when you're called a guru because it assumes that you're like standing on top of a mountain and, and offering the type of advice that no one else can. But I mean, come on, please. It's Twitter. It's Facebook. We can all figure this out. Andy, you're endearing yourself to me already. Uh, second, Dave Farenthold. If you have not watched television in the last eight months, then you might not know Dave. But Dave's Twitter bio goes like this. Washington Post reporter, follow my search for Donald Trump's charitable giving here. And it's a URL. What is that link go to? Well, since uh, May, I've been looking for evidence that Donald Trump actually gives his own money to charity, as he's bragged for years that he has. And so I've been calling charity after charity that seem close to Trump in the hopes that I will find some evidence of money given out of his own pocket. So far, essentially, I've failed. Correct. Uh, also, Dave Farenthold broke the story about uh, the Access Hollywood hot mic tape, which, when I last looked, had 33,000 comments on it. And still has. <laughs> I've read everyone. And still has. Oh, I'm sure you have. Uh, but before we get started, I have to introduce. Carol Alderman, executive producer, millennial, and most importantly for the, the context of this week, Carol brews her own kombucha. Whoa. Carol? He's also wow. really, That's really proud of his joke. <laughs> yeah, Carol, can you brew up some questions and answers uh, and rules? Say brew kombucha. There it is. It was better when I wrote it. All right, so there's going to be three rounds. You get one point for every right answer, no penalty for wrong answers. Person with the most points wins. And if you win, you get... That amazing thumbs you see up trophy. That is nice. adorable. But if you lose today, you are required to tweet something kind about Chris. Yep. <sighs> Ready? Let's do it. Round one is name that city. Simple. I'll give a series of clues about a politically important city. Ring when you think you know it. You can interrupt me as soon as you like. Okay. Round one, question one, name that city. Superman was created here. This city hosted the first... David Farenthold. Cleveland. How did you know that? What? Because I was in Cleveland during the RNC convention. They made a huge deal out of Superman being created there. My other clues were... The, this is my favorite <laughs> one. So the, this city hosted the first rock and roll concert ever. I didn't know that. In 1952. That's why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's there. I didn't know that. And <laughs> this is the best one. The world's largest rubber stamp is in Cleveland. I saw a picture of it. It's a giant rubber stamp in the middle of like a park. But like, is it functional? Yeah, no one can use it. That's lame. I don't know. That's a good point. It doesn't point. count it's if not, you can't it's not use it. No, yeah. fitness. Who's going to bring in the large sheath? Dave Farenthold yeah. showing off that he went for Harvard. <laughs> Second city. Ready? James K. Polk was born just outside of this town in 1795. The 1994 excuse me, Final Four was held in the city. Pro wrestling legend Ric Flair calls this city home. I would have gotten in on that. 75% of all NASCAR teams are based within two hours, Andy. Indianapolis? Close, but wrong. Last clue, Dave. You want to hear the last clue before sure, you guess? Go ahead. It's known as the Queen City. Charlotte, North Carolina. <sighs> Correct. Wow. Um, Pence was in Charlotte on Monday, which I always think is somewhat worrisome if you're Donald Trump because Mitt Romney won. North Carolina in 2012 while getting 206 electoral votes. Lose North Carolina. Deep doo-doo. Deep doo-doo as well. Yes. Okay. 
Number three. Speaking of deep doo-doo, let's try this again. Yes, here we go. <laughs> third city. It's the third largest insurance center in the world after London, England, and Hartford, Connecticut. It was originally known as Fort Raccoon. That was the name of the city, Fort Raccoon. Ozzy Osbourne bit off the head of a bat in this city in 1982. Can't believe you don't know that one. It, I didn't either. Guess, but I could use it has an arena too. football league team named the Barnstormers. Dave Farenthold. Des Moines. The Moines is correct. <laughs> the Moines. And can I tell you why I know that? Yes, I'm ready. I was in Iowa for the caucuses last time yeah. and listening to the radio, and they were, the radio hosts were going on a long riff about how Omaha is crap and Des Moines is better. Oh, yeah. And they were <laughs> There's talking, a huge Omaha-Des Moines rivalry. It's totally yeah, true. And so, they, I don't know, so what was the example of why Des arena Moines football. was superior to Omaha? They had arena football. That's pretty cool. Oh. This is the problem about being one of those internet guys who works from home in their pajamas. Just <laughs> out enough. Just breaking news, Andy does not have pajamas no. on. No. Um, last one in this round. It has the world's largest collection of Art Deco architecture. The first Burger King opened here in 19... 19- is that a ring, Dave? Give me, let me hear a better one. <laughs> Miami. What is the deal with <laughs> <Incredible>. this guy? <laughs> That's where Burger King is headquartered, Miami. I, how do you know that? My wife had a friend who went to go work for Burger King, and it's in Miami. <laughs> Of course. Also, of course. You've seen like worked a, at Burger King, but it was like in our hometown. We're going to do a random things Dave Farenthold knows <laughs> later in the podcast. You've seen the bird cage, right? Seen... There's lots of Art Deco there. That's really Miami Beach, but still. <laughs> uh, breaking news, Dave Farenthold will be hosting the show in the future. <laughs> um, did you know it snowed once in Miami in 1977? I did not know that. Me neither. And sunscreen was invented there. Wow. 1944. Wow. Coppertone. Did not know that either. Oh, sure you did. I did not. Well, helps some people's lifespans. Yeah, he's just us. patronizing us now. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't know that one. <laughs> okay. Um, Andy, you may want to close your ears here. Carol, what is the score after round one? No, no, don't say it. Don't say it, please. It's 4-0. Oh. Who's winning? Dave. Oh. oh. Andy, quick check to make sure your bell's working. <laughs> yep, I heard. Yep. Round two is Family Feud. If you've ever seen this, it's easy. I give you a topic. You ring in if you can name something that fits that topic. We will then give you 10 seconds to name as many more things that fit that topic as possible. When your 10 seconds runs out, the other person who didn't ring in will get 10 seconds to name any you didn't get. Okay? Name any current Republican member of Congress who called on Donald Trump to drop out of the race or called on him to re-examine his candidacy Andy, go. My hand is working. You get one, and then we'll give you 10 seconds. So you get one. Go ahead. Great. Uh, Chaffetz. Chaffetz is correct. We are now going to give you 10 seconds Sorry. to name as many as you can. Go. Okay. Kelly Iote. Um, Mark Kirk. John McCain. Um, oh, this is horrible. How am I blanking on all these great people? Three. Those are all right. Dave Farenthold. Are you ready, Carol? I'm ready. Ten seconds and go. Flake. Correct. Cotton. Deb Fisher, who then reversed herself. Uh, Mike Lee. Rob Portman. Cotton, I don't have. Maybe, I think he wanted, he said he should look into his I heart. Think he he I said look he, into his heart. He did yeah, not he say re-examine his candidacy say. or drop out of the okay, race. Re-examine his heart. I had so, that wrong. <laughs> I mean, it is true. We're parsing a little bit because they're all like, 
it's deplorable, and no human could ever do this. That I, said, Fisher is Fisher like a plus, but then a minus. We're gonna <laughs> count it because she did. I mean, that is remarkable. So that's right. Is that right? She she, she, she so Go through the timeline. So Deb Fisher uh, called this is on Nebraska, the, the, newly elected, right? Last yeah, time last cycle. Yeah, she called on Trump to drop out or in, at least re-examine his candidacy after the tape came out on Friday. That's right. Uh, after having previously endorsed him, and then I think today or yesterday has has re-endorsed him. I think that's right. Wednesday re-endorsed in the morning. Said she would vote for him. And we also have Kelly Ayotte saying things like, well, uh, I'm going to vote for him, but I'm not endorsing him, which, of course, is the, the, same, the same thing. thing. OK, mm-hmm. other people who we didn't name that are high profile. There's a million like random House members. But Ben Sass, Shelley Moore Capito, Joe Heck, who's running for the Senate, um, John Thune, which I was a little bit surprised about in South Dakota, Lisa Murkowski, Dan Sullivan. Both of the Alaska senators have called him for him to drop out. Corey Gardner from Colorado. Um, that's basically it. But it is a fair number of people. That does not include, by the way, Paul Ryan, who has not called on him to drop out, but just has said, I'm going to ignore you. I'm not going to talk about you at all. We'll see how that works out. Okay, question two. Name as many speakers of the House as you can. Farenthold. Uh Newt Gingrich. Oh, we're giving you uh, Newt Gingrich, mm-hmm. and then we're going to start your time. Go. Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. Jim Wright, uh... Uh, Denny Hastert, mm-hmm. um, um, Sam Rayburn. Um, who's the guy that Boehner likes so much? Mm. Who's that? Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I was going to say, don't give, don't hand it over to Andy. Uh, okay, that was Gingrich, Pelosi, Hastert, Jim Wright, Sam Rayburn. Okay. Okay. Ten seconds on the clock. Go. Uh, can we put uh, Ryan in there? We've yes, you can. Excellent. Can we include um, Robert Michael? Yes, we can. Bob Michael. Bob Michael. Um, I would like to throw in Livingston. Briefly but correct. Yes. I talk too much when I'm thinking. You do. No, no talking. I'm killing time. Um, I'm coming up other names. names, like you start going in the past, and most of them you've never heard of, but Henry Clay mm-hmm. is like a very, you know. And Longworth. That was the guy. Longworth. Longworth. The guy that Longworth. Think of the uh, buildings, buildings and then basically. take a good guess. Right. Yeah, they yeah, right. Might have been L- Longworth. I didn't know that James K. Polk was the Speaker of the House. I didn't know that from Tennessee. Dave Farenthold probably knew that. Jerk. And I was Um, in the gallery when Livingston resigned. You were? Small trivia. I was an intern (laughs) and happened to be there for it. Because that was right during impeachment. It was in the middle of it, yeah. And there was – it was an affair – for mm-hmm. him. Right. And he had been speaker for like 15 seconds, Something right? like that. And it was one of those, he uh, who has not sinned, cast a stone, et cetera. I was and, watching it on television. And, and as, he started, <laughs> yeah. as he started getting to the point, you could hear a certain swear word passing through the entire gallery, almost like people were standing up to I mean, uh, do the wave in an arena. It that was, was crazy. Extraordinary. And unpredictable. I mean, prior to Trump, one of the most unpredictable moments. I mean, I feel like Trump has reset the, the bar on political unpredictability. Predictability, but like prior to that, I mean, uh, other names. Tip O'Neill is an mm-hmm. obvious one we didn't name, and uh, Tom Foley is a semi-obvious one. I'm not sure that that we should have known that. Uh, Newt, we named. Did anybody say Boehner? No. Oh, he said the you, guy you Boehner were, liked. Yeah. But he didn't say Boehner. Boehner, right? Yeah. Boehner. Yeah. You name checked him without actually <laughs> yeah, naming him. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one in this round. Ready? Name any celebrity who has endorsed Donald Trump. Andy. Now, say one, and then we're going to give you your time. Chachi. <laughs> 100% right. I call him Scott Bayo, but that's fine. Uh, Andy. And Andy, go. Uh, John Voigt. Yes. 
<laughs> that was a gore-esque sign. Yeah, it was. Who else is in that lockbox? Time. Two. Dave Farenthold. T- don't say Chachi or John Voight. So you basically got the entire celebrity universe other than the two of them. And 10 seconds starting now. Ted Nugent? Correct. Um, um, Antonio Sabato Jr.? Oh, yes. <laughs> Clint Eastwood? Yep. Um, I don't know. That was pretty. Antonio Sabato Jr., I mean, celebrity loosely defined. He spoke at the convention. His face. I could see him he there. He spoke yeah. at the convention. Yeah, I mean, underwa- noted underwear him. model. Antonio Sa- <laughs> Interesting fact about Farenthold. He was an underwear model to finance his uh, Harvard education. Isn't, is that right? It's true. It was very cheap education. I yeah, knew it. Yeah. yeah. Um, other celebrities who have endorsed Donald Trump. And again, I'm using the term celebrity relatively loosely. Willie Robertson, Phil Robertson, Dennis Rodman, Martin Shkreli. Kirstie Alley, Richie Incognito, remember that guy, the lineman from the Dolphins, Pete Rose, Paul O'Neill, Tila Tequila, Mike Tyson, Loretta Lynn, Lou Ferrigno, Gene Simmons, Dean Kane, Kid Rock, Jesse James, Gary Busey, Hulk Hogan, Wayne Newton, Mike Ditka, Jesse Ventura, Terrell Owens. No, How feel, amazing is that? I feel like that? I could have guessed Gary Busey just by blurting out his name, and there was a decent chance the it would have been The best thing is when I was looking up these things, uh, I clicked on Gary Busey, and there's like literally a picture as big as my screen close up to his face. Yeah. It was really amazing. I spoke okay. to Gary Busey. Uh, Trump gave money to his charity, and he's like the one celebrity. If you call the Gary Busey charity's number. Does he pick the phone up? He was driving, and you could speak to So charity. it goes to his cell phone. It goes to his cell phone, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. He answered my question. The rest Hello? of the the rest of the celebrities were extremely hard to get a hold of, not Gary Busey. Like, I and what did he, what Everyone did he listening just, to the podcast is now Googling Gary Busey. Yeah, so, like, you right. call the number, it rings, he picks it up in his car, mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, this is Gary Busey. Yeah, and he, he answered my question. I wanted to make sure that the money Trump had promised him on the Celebrity Apprentice had actually gotten to him, and he did. So See, the podcast was worth it just for that anecdote. That is so <laughs> professional. Okay, Carol, round two. Where are we on scores? By the way, Carol keeps track very carefully on a yellow post-it note using hash marks. Just in case you so, thought that this was a Florida-type situation. <laughs> ballot irregularity. All right. It is 14-8. Dave. Round three is the lightning round. This is your chance, Andy, to make it up. Lightning! 15 questions. We're going to go through them rapid fire. Then I'm going to call Gary Buse on his cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) Question one. What is the name of the study of the behavior and flow of air around objects? David Farenthold. Aerodynamics. Correct. What does a man suffering from diphallic terata have? What is Andy Carvin. I'm actually allowed to say (laughs) this. Yes, do it. Uh, Two genitals or more. I'm going to give it to him. It's two penises. We're going to count that. I can ask why you know it. What's Who is the, the political largest? significance of that one? I just thought, you know, there is la- no political significance. Oh, okay, I just like Terrata. Just trying to figure out why that was in the news. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of diphallic Three terata. years of Latin definitely helped me right there. So. <laughs> Farenthold, I feel like he's getting a little bit of uppity. Have you he's noticed a that? A little defensive. Okay, question three. Thinks he's a big deal now. <laughs> question three. Who is the richest character in Wind in the Willows? Who is the richest character in Wind in the Willows? Dave, you have young kids. You should be getting this. Uh, Dave. The Toad. I'm giving it to him. It's Mr. Toad. Well done. It's the only character I know. The only one you could remember. Mr. Toad is a crazy person. (laughs) I don't know if you've read it, but he just takes his car out. He doesn't know how to drive, and he crashes it into things. And then they lock him up. It was the best ride at Disney World until they got rid of it. It Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It's just one of the worst things they've ever done. It's common among Toads who come into money very quickly. Yeah, the the nouveau riche Toad. Yeah, they don't know how just don't know what to do with it. Yeah, they do. A little bit of diphallic Torada. Ronald Reagan won all but one state in his 1984 re-election. What state did he lose? Andy Carvin. Massachusetts. Incorrect. Oh. 
David Farenthold. No penalty for guessing wrong. Minnesota. Boom. Correct. Yeah. Who is Homer Simpson's half-brother? Who is Homer Simpson's half-brother? He is featured in a Simpsons episode in which he creates a car. Dave Farenthold, give it a shot. Roger Simpson. Not a bad idea, no. Uh, no penalty for guessing wrong. Andy? Uh, I guess it can't be Ashley Simpson because you said brother. <laughs> uh, I'm going to count that as no guess. <laughs> Herb Powell, a.k.a. Unky Herb. What state has the longest coastline? David Farenthold. Alaska. Correct. What fellow poet was Sylvia Plath married to? David Farenthold. Ted Stevens. It's not Ted Stevens. Incorrect. Eddie Carvin. Though you got the first name right. Yeah. Ted, it is a Ted. It is a Ted. I'm going to have to pass on this. I'm it's not Ted Cruz. It. Oh, no, that's wrong. It's Ted Hughes. Oh, I just say that's just a typo. Yeah. Don't ignore that. That's neither here nor there. Who was the first first lady to be elected to public office? No penalty for guessing wrong. Um, I think and Dave. Edith Wilson. Incorrect. No penalty for guessing Hillary? wrong. Hillary? Correct. Wow. Hillary Clinton. The very Isn't that maybe, weird? I thought maybe Edith Wilson had been elected like, to the city council or something. I thought she had been elected to, and I would... I, I, I guess I would have known Ellen, not Eleanor Roosevelt, although she was involved, she never elected to something. But yeah, Hillary Clinton, I thought that was weird. Okay. What term is used to describe the art of folding paper structures? Uh, Dave. Origami. Correct. According to traditional rules, what color poker chip has the highest value? No penalty for guessing wrong. Andy. Gold. Not a bad idea, no. Dave. Black. Correct. What is Ted Cruz's actual first name? What is his real given first name? Farenthold. Raphael. Correct. Name the ingredients of a white Russian. There are three ingredients. Name the uh, Andy. That will be cream. Correct. Vodka. Correct. And Kahlua. Right. Coffee liqueur. Count Coffee liqueur. Yes. Number 13. What beverage did John Pemberton invent in 1866? Andy. Coke. Correct. Mm. Well done. How did you know that? Well, I was going to say Dr. Pepper, but I think that was a little bit later. It was. I would not have known that. Eighteen kind of... Coca-Cola has been rotting our insides since 1866. Very comforting. What is Charlie's last name in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Andy. Oh, I just had it. I just saw the movie. <laughs> uh, Charlie. It's not Bunker. Bush. And, and no. Uh, Dave Farenthold. Wilson. No, I like that. Good political reference. It's you're gonna kill I mean, I know, yourself. I'm so Andy. close. Bucket. Bucket. Uh, you, were Char- so, you had it. The worst part is Charlie Hunnam was the first to pop in my mind. <laughs> that would be so. That far. would be different. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see him play him. But which you know, last one? Which president liked to swim naked in the Potomac River? Which president liked to swim? Andy. LBJ. Incorrect, though. That would be an image. Uh, which person <laughs> likes to make it in the Potomac River? Dave Farenthold, no penalty for guessing wrong. And given the heater that you're on, you might as well guess. Harding. John Quincy Adams. Oh, wow. He loved to swim naked. And you said LBJ was an image. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. John Quincy Adams. Carol? Results. Who gets the thumbs up? Dave gets the thumbs up. Oh, with yes. how many? 21. Which is the highest total we've had in six weeks of doing it. Whoa. To 12. Well, that makes me feel slightly better. In a way, yeah, because I believe someone won 11 to 8. That's true. 
So Andy's score would have won other weeks. Mm-hmm. Is that well? You should know that my true claim to fame was I was the captain of the national championship quiz bowl team when I was in high school. We're wait, wait, I'm national champions? National champions. We came to to Arlington, Virginia, and won the national championship. I have to admit, I don't feel as humiliated. No, <laughs> I just feel slightly. He would have beat me twenty-one to one. How many teams were in in this tournament? Like dozens. Wow. Like I said before, the fix is in. It really is. Okay, uh, Dave Farenthold, you have won. You can claim your trophy. Thank if you. you don't put it on your desk next to your Pulitzer, I will be embarrassed. <laughs> I'm unwrapping uh, it right now. Um, you have 25 seconds for. He's literally opening uh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen to that. That is the that plastic is nice. unwrapping. You see that? That's classy. Yes, yeah, that's great. all class. You have 25 seconds for an acceptance speech, Dave. Go. Thank you. I'm just glad. You know that piece of information about the Iowa barnstormers had been in my head for four years now with no obvious use. Uh, and so I should end by saying thank you, Des Moines, and Omaha, you suck. Yes. I love you taking a, a stand on the Omaha-Des Moines thing. You, you're obvious, not welcome. It's an obvious answer. You're not welcome in Omaha. That's Andy, fine. you have 20 seconds for a concession speech. <sighs> well, to all the fans of Charlie Bucket <laughs> and Charlie <laughs> Hunnam, I'm so sorry for confusing the two of you. Yeah. But I still think there is some sort of mashup there worth doing. was in time. <laughs> I just nah, want to point nah, out nah. that I, I'm looking at the bottom of my award. Yeah. Do you yeah. know where it was? Uh, where the company that makes it is based? Uh, Malaysia, Omaha. Oh wow! Uh, That's circle right of life. It's going to explode. Oriental right. trading. Yeah, Samsung trading. Galaxy David, you've been on a roll time. lately, so I congratulate you for the continuation of Thank that. Thank you very much. Well, well done there. And um, speaking of on a roll, our downloads are. Uh, moving up, right, Carol? That's true. Sequiza is hot. It's not Dave Farenthold hot. It's pretty it's popular. It's not Andy Carvin during the Arab Spring hot, <laughs> but it's hot. It's pretty popular. Yeah. And so you need to add to that. iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. We're now on TuneIn. Tune in. Uh, do it. Uh, thank you both for spending time with me. Follow them on Twitter. You will be amply rewarded. <laughs>